At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First look at betting next week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Montobel and Matt Humans on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, what's up and welcome in. Opening line here on the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans for what has been kind of a weird day in the National Football League. A wild day at that. Uh, we'll just put it this way, all right? We're here on the opening lines. It's 8 o'clock here on the West Coast, 11 o'clock for those of you on the East Coast. And it's still halftime for Sunday Night Football because of a weather delay. Rain has appeared in Kansas City. Lightning as well. Uh, you heard what rumblings that there might actually be lightning for the next two hours. Yeah. So we'll see how long this delay is going to be there. I know several meteorologists in the Kansas City yeah. area. JVT and I checked with them before the show, and it said it could be a couple hours before the lightning wow. clears up and this game resumes. you got to wonder at some point, when does it get too late tonight to resume the game, and do you maybe try to finish this game tomorrow afternoon? Right. You know, I don't, An I'm unprecedented not, situation in the National Football League. You don't see much of this. Baseball, it's a, mm. hey, it's an everyday thing, but in the, in the National Football League, not so much. So... Uh, we will, of course, keep track of that game if it begins again while we are on the air. But with that, we can begin in the National Football League with what we're going to see next week and tie it into what we saw today. And uh, should probably start with the team that deserves the headlines because they are the last remaining undefeated team in the National Football League, and that would be the Arizona Cardinals, Matt Humans, who remain undefeated today with a 17-10 victory over the San Francisco 49ers. Closed as a six-point favorite in that game against San Francisco. Now they hit the road to take on the Cleveland Browns next week and probably one of the best games on the card. Potential Super Bowl preview, maybe? (laughs) Um, Cleveland on the look-ahead line here. This is a pretty fascinating game. Cleveland at home. Look-ahead over at the Westgate Superbook was Cleveland 3 with a total of 53.5. Haven't seen much change as of the Open today. Reopened at 2.5, but got bumped back up to 3 with a total of 54.5. So we can look at this both ways. We'll start with Arizona. What you saw from them today, because I think the one thing you and I talked about it all week, which was San Francisco defensively was going to do a better job because they had more talent along the edges in containing a guy like Kyler Murray. No broken plays outside of the pocket, thus leading to big plays yeah. downfield. And they did a pretty good job of that today, San Francisco I did thought, defensively. I thought an outstanding job. Yep. I thought the San Francisco defense did exactly what we thought uh, it was going, going to do in containing Kyler Murray. Unfortunately, boy genius Kyle Shanahan showed up today with his dunce cap and made about 10 bad Atlanta Falcons offensive decisions. coordinator Kyle Shanahan Man. showed up. What was that? Kyle Shanahan, what are you thinking? Uh, That was one of those right-side, wrong-result games where the coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan, coached his team to a loss and a a spread loss, which uh, when you're catching five and a half or six points, there was no excuse for the better team on the field to lose that game by seven. I've got to think, JVT, when you look ahead to this Arizona-Cleveland matchup, that the Browns will probably 
learn a lot from how San Francisco defended Kyler Murray. And the Browns have the personnel to kind of do the same thing, yep. I think, to contain him. And as far as spots go, I, I like the Browns in this spot because their offense lit it up today. Absolutely lit it up. And the defense was disappointing. Uh, we've got some numbers to back up uh, how this is unprecedented, what happened with the Cleveland Browns today. I, I see a couple spots out there right now. Browns minus two and a half, and I think that number's cheap. You're going to see threes across the board by tomorrow morning, I would guess. Yeah, a couple of bitter pills for me to swallow today uh, as a backer <laughs> of both the Cleveland Browns and the San Francisco 49ers, losing ends of both. So let's talk about the Browns' perspective on this and what they could do because I, I think from an edge perspective, right, you have the talent with Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett to contain one Kyler Murray. And again, containing him just means keeping him in the pocket, forcing him to make plays as a traditional quarterback as opposed to letting him run wild and get outside of the pocket like the Rams did so often last week, right? Well, the Cleveland Browns, how about this? Because their defense needs to be a lot better on the back end. The Browns today, 42 points, 532 yards, no turnovers. They are the first team in NFL history, according to ESPN Stats and Info, including the playoffs, to lose when having either 40 points and zero turnovers or 40 points, 500 yards and zero turnovers. And to make it worse... Through the 1 p.m. Sunday games, teams with 40 or more points, zero turnovers, were 463-0, and 0, including the playoffs combined. If you add the 500 yards in there, it is 72-0, and 0, including the playoffs in all time. We'll make that 463-1 and 1 and 72-1 and 1 as the Cleveland Browns <laughs> lost today. And, and look, I don't think Stefanski was perfect either. Yeah. Right? Los no. Angeles misses the extra point, so you have a lead. You get the ball back. You completely go conservative. You run it on first down, you throw it on second, then on a third and ten, you just decide to call draw up the middle to get one yard and punt it right, right. back to Los Angeles. What are you doing? It, it, it was an absolute, it was, a, it was an atrocity in terms of game management for the Cleveland Browns. So this seems to be a spot where the offense is still clicking. You get another front seven that is terrible against the run. Again today, 5.6 yards <laughs> per carry for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh-huh. This should be a matchup that does work relatively well for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think the Browns should be able to run the football all over the Cardinals. I think they've got the defense to stop. Uh, or contain this Arizona offense. I love the matchup, actually, for the Browns, especially coming off a loss with it, where the offense, uh, in which you know the offense played that well. Yep. Uh, it's just, like you said, what was the game? 460. 463 and 0 when a team had 40 <laughs> or more points and zero turnovers. What? How do you lose that game? I, trust How do you me, lose that I game? I kept asking myself the same thing. You're on the wrong again. side of a trend like that uh, today. Now it's 463 and 1. you got to say, what I do wrong? Uh, who jinxed what, me? Yeah, what vengeful <laughs> god did I <laughs> did I spite? <laughs> uh, I think this I think this is a pretty good matchup for the Browns in Week Six. Yep. So <laughs> let's talk about those Chargers then, because the Chargers move on, and we haven't seen the Baltimore Ravens yet. We're going to see them on Monday night, so we'll see if that is going to be the case. And, and by the way, we did just see footage of the Buffalo Bills leaving the locker room, so maybe we're on our way towards a, a resuming of play at Sunday Night Football. So from the Chargers' perspective, you know, the, so I've never been one that has been out on the Chargers, right? I think Justin Herbert clearly is the real deal in terms of being a high-end uh, quarterback in the National Football League, projected mm-hmm. to be a very good one. This offense is legitimately good with playmakers like Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Um, the defense has its questions, and I think they need to answer those. You saw today. Again, run defense is pretty shoddy for the Los Angeles Chargers. Give yeah. them some big plays as well, and that's going to be a problem when you take on Baltimore, who's going to be able to run the ball, have design quarterback runs, which changes things completely for your defense as well. Right now, if you're looking at that matchup between those two, uh, the reopen for this matchup next week, Baltimore 3.5 with a total of 48.5. Again, have yet to see them play the Indianapolis Colts. That'll be coming up on Monday night. Yeah, this Chargers team's actually far from uh, perfect. I, mm-hmm. I see a lot of flaws, and um, obviously those flaws are covered up a little bit, and people don't talk about them as much when you win. And you're off a couple of big wins at home over the Raiders and the Browns. I think this is... Uh, Got the potential a little bit to be a, a wake-up call where the Chargers get exposed a little bit in this game. But uh, again, when you when you haven't seen the Ravens play that on Monday night, it's, uh, I think, difficult to take a stand. What's the current number on this game? Uh, my not... screen shows three and a half with a total of 50 half in favor okay. of Baltimore. Okay. So a half-point adjustment in favor yeah. of the Ravens after today. I like you know how much I like Justin Herbert, yep. and I, but the Chargers I, I think do have some weaknesses on defense, and you just pointed out how many how many yards did the Browns roll up today without a turnover, and uh, I, th- I think the Ravens are going to be able to run probably all over the uh, Chargers defense. Yep, does seem like that, and we'll see because again you know these running games they have been effective, but today two games that we talked about San Francisco Cleveland the running games are there both game both teams lost both teams failed to cover so. 
Uh, you got to make some smarter decisions. You know, decisions a lot of times when are... you have a quarterback who's playing at that high a level, he yep. can he can cover a lot of uh, a lot of your warts, and uh, I think that's what Justin Herbert's doing uh, with the way he's played so far this season. He's going to do that a lot, but just don't make no mistake. The Chargers right now they're the best team in the AFC West, but the Chargers yes. do have flaws. They do have weaknesses, and uh, I think that game actually sets up pretty well for the Ravens. Um, I thought it would be three across the board, not three and a half, but I think the three and a half is telling you that the Ravens look like the right side. Yeah, and that's uh, that's not hyperbole, by the way. The way that this Kansas City Chiefs defense has been playing lately, oh, how they played this on. first half, uh, that is not hyperbole. The I Chiefs think. are playing tonight with the uh, the Texans Longhorns defense from oh. uh, the second half of the Red River game yesterday. Uh, what the hell is going on with this Kansas City defense? This is an embarrassment. Yeah, I think you got to make a change at safety if Daniel Sorensen's going to continue to get burned multiple times. First of all, you're not getting any pressure on Josh Allen. Yep. He could set up a tent back there and uh, grill out, and he's got all day to throw. And then the, those secondary so weak, those guys can't cover beyond three or four seconds. Yep. So. And, and by the way, one of the brilliant wrinkles, and this was pointed out by NFL Next Gen Stats, one of the brilliant things that the Bills have been doing in this first mm-hmm. half, they have not blitzed one time. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes right. is brilliant against the blitz. And they have said, nope, we're going to drop. We're going to drop everybody. We're going to rush three. We're going to rush four. And we're going to force you to try to pick us apart. You know and what? it has worked. You're right about that. And uh, the one thing I think the, the Bills have done with that strategy, they've made Patrick Mahomes look indecisive. He's looked mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And uh, the Bills have done a great job of, I think, taking him out of his game a little bit. So, anyway, we got yep. off topic a little bit there. But it looks like... Are the teams possibly coming out to uh, restart the second half? I'm yeah. not sure. I, I yeah. think I saw Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes warming up out on the field, so it looks like we'll get a resuming play <clears throat> pretty shortly here in Sunday Night Football. And again, weather delay. So we get a whole half to watch and uh, keep track of here on the opening lines. All right, let's go to another big game for next week. And this is pretty interesting because these are two former undefeated teams, right? Two former 3-0 and teams yep. uh, that have fallen very far from their 3-0 and <laughs> starts. That would be the Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the Denver Broncos. Both taking it on the chin today, and both their offenses looking absolutely dreadful. So let's start with the Las Vegas Raiders, because the Raiders are a pretty fascinating case study, right? Because not only were they 3-0 and and now have lost two consecutive games, they have all of this off-the-field noise swirling around John Gruden. Reports are that they're going to start investigating further on Monday, which is tomorrow. So we'll see what this week is going to be like for the Las Vegas Raiders. But the last three or four days have not been about football for them, and their offense looked disjointed against the Chicago Bears. You look at it from a total... 4.3 yards per play, 188 yards passing. Derek Carr uh, beat up by that pass rush of the Chicago Bears. Hit there's gonna be sacked three times for a loss of 18 yards. Hit more often than that, yeah. and also got dinged up on a quarterback sneak. Get to see Nathan Peterman for a little bit too. So what do you make of this? Because now the Raiders get to take on a much tougher defense in the Denver Broncos. And while the Broncos' offense was stuck in neutral today, humans against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, this is a much easier opponent to go up against. And still, to give the Broncos credit. 6.4 yards per play today against the Steelers still is yeah. not terrible. I had a shot to tie it up at the end. There's no doubt about it. This game caused me a lot of undue stress, and we'll talk about that later, but the Steelers up 24-6. to six. You think you should be able to coast home at that point? The yep. Broncos uh, actually got into a position where they could have scored and they got the two-point conversion to tie that game up late when it was 27-19. We're going to run out of time here, so I can't talk about it all, but I, I, I thought the Steelers were in the best spot of any team today that I've seen all season. That spot was just begging you to bet the Steelers. Next week, I think the Broncos, it's not as good a spot, but I think the Broncos are in a much better spot than the Raiders. All right, well, we'll continue the analysis there. We're also getting started in the second half for Sunday Night Football. We'll keep track of that as well. Benny Mayulo is going to join us, too. The opening line is going to be simple. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. 
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, start your VEASAN free trial today. Get full access to our sports betting experts. That includes 24-7 video stream, daily best bet emails, betting splits, money, ticket percentages, every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get all sorts of stuff like the NBA guide, which is going to come out tomorrow. Get everything we have to offer. 22 bucks a month. Sign up now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. 15 minutes from now, Vinny Mayulo is going to be with us. Right now, we do have Sunday Night Football. Just got started again, second half. So we're about to see this. We'll keep track of this throughout the rest of the show. And we'll have a result by the time we get off the air. There's a playoff baseball going on right now. It makes the day even weirder because this White Sox-Astros game is taking forever. It's in the bottom of the sixth inning with the White Sox leading 9-6. to six, but Yeah, if you think on. about it right now, in Chicago, it's 10-15 p.m. Yeah. And this game is in the sixth inning with the White Sox on top of the Astros 9-6. to six. It was like the... Uh, you don't typically see late-night baseball from the Midwest like this. It was like the Auburn-LSU game the other week where it was like 8.30 and it was only in the third yeah. quarter. And I was like, really? It's, like, it's kind of late over there. But, hey, you know what? They're crazy in SEC country. All right, so we were talking about Denver. We were talking about Las Vegas, the spot that both of those are in. Expand really quickly on what you were talking about near the end where you were talking about the spot there for Denver and the fact that it's going to be a little bit more beneficial, right, for the Broncos? Now the Steelers could not have been in a better spot uh, today, coming off a couple of bad, three bad losses, right? Yep. Um, three, well, three losses in which they looked bad, let's put it that way. And uh, Big Ben back to the wall, Steelers in a desperation spot at home against the team that didn't know who was going to start a quarterback. Was it going to be Teddy Bridgewater off a concussion or Drew Locke, who uh, can't beat a good team on the road yet? And the Broncos also had nine starters who've left games with injuries in the past two weeks. How were the Steelers not favored in that game today? I have no idea. I, I thought that was a great spot for Pittsburgh. It's funny how the perception of teams shift, and that's why we talk about overvalued and undervalued a lot. Uh, the Steelers beat the Bills in week one on the road, and that was obviously a fluke, right? Special teams play factored into that. Uh, and then the, the Steelers look pretty ordinary to, to bad the next three weeks, and everybody gives up on the Steelers. Well, like I told you last week, they're not going to lose every game. And they're not going to lose every game at home. And the Broncos are definitely overvalued because they played weak competition yep. the first three weeks. They were 3-0 against the softest schedule in the league. So you're taking a step up in class. And I thought the Steelers were, in a, a, again, a desperation spot at home. Uh, that's, that's why they were the bet today. Now, the Broncos go home off back-to-back losses to the Ravens and the Steelers. And they're going to have a healthy quarterback this week. They're getting some of their guys back. They're going to be a healthier team. I think coming home off two straight losses puts the Broncos in a good spot. And I think the Raiders are a mess right now. Uh, If you watched them today, their offense was completely out of sync against the Bears. I do have to give the Bears defense a lot of credit. You and I have talked about the Chicago defense living off reputation somewhat. Uh, That was not the case uh, today. That Bears defensive front really did disrupt uh, the Raiders' offense, they, they made the Raiders' offensive line look like a joke, and uh, Derek Carr couldn't do much of anything in uh, that game today at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. So uh, I think when you look at the Raiders, and also I think there's a lot of bad karma swirling around that team bad juju. Uh, this yeah. week because of the John Gruden situation. And that distraction is kind of a cliche to say, well, it's a distraction for the team this week, but it is. It's, and the players have to answer questions about, hey, what, what do you think about your coach's racist comments? Uh, that's something that's uh, going to throw the team a little bit off this week. And uh, I thought the Raiders, again, some of the defensive flaws you and I have talked about uh, have popped up in these last two games against the Chargers and the Bears. So 
Uh, I am not fully bought into the Raiders, and uh, I am not gonna. I'm not gonna be on the Raiders in this spot either. I think it might get a little bit worse for this team before it gets better. That's yep. why I like the Broncos. I'd agree with all that. And one of the things I can't wait to see what the uh, when the pressure, the results come in right in terms of grading these games, what these pressure numbers are going to look like. Because the Raiders have a problem on their offensive line oh, now. Big problem. Alex Leatherwood yeah. can't play right tackle. Yeah. They move him to guard. He was still awful today. Yep. It, Derek Carr was getting hit left and right, pressured left and right, and that was forcing some of the issues that that offense had. And this is a rebuilt offensive line, and now they're shifting pieces within that offensive mm-hmm. line. So that's going to be a really big problem against a front seven that is much better in terms of consistently rushing the passer right. than the Chicago Bears are. So that matchup, it seems, just on paper, outside of the off-the-field stuff, seems to be an absolute And you know nightmare. what? Another, another thing to add to that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Broncos' defense is going to cause similar problems to what the Bears' defense did today when you, when you look at what, how they can impact a, and throw the Raiders' offense off. I thought the Broncos actually did a really good job today against a good Steelers defense. Of uh, w- once they fell behind, they cr- uh, found a way to create some big plays, and to get back in that game, I was pretty impressed. I, it, it's one of two things, and maybe the truth of the lies somewhere in the middle, like usual. But either the Broncos started to come to life offensively, or the Steelers defense has been overrated by me and a lot of people. Yeah, and I think maybe that Steelers defense is not as good as. Well. If you look at some of like the the coverage numbers, like right, like the advanced, they're actually not a really great coverage unit right. this year. They, that's been a really poor aspect of their defense overall. The pass rush makes up for the coverage, but if you look at just distinctly coverage numbers, mm-hmm. they have been really poor this year. The Pittsburgh Steelers, and so that's going to be a problem for them going forward, one hundred percent. All right, let's move on to the Chicago Bears' next opponent, Green Bay Packers. A ridiculous game. The Green Bay <laughs> Packers get a win in overtime, twenty-five to twenty-two. At the end of this game, you had, uh, what was it, six consecutive possessions that ended in either a missed field goal or an interception that went into overtime. And the Green Bay Packers, and I got to tell you, uh, Matt LaFleur deserves a ton of flack as well because when you intercept Joe Burrow on the first play of overtime and you completely clam up and play for a field goal and then kick said field goal on third and 15, you deserve everything that comes to you. Now, luckily for them, they get the win. Bengals were a very popular side. Sharp betters all over it, right? Yeah. Get the cover at three and a half. Get the push at three. But when you're looking at this from a numbers perspective, humans, the Packers got to come away disappointed. 21 first downs compared to 18. But how about this? 7.4 yards per play to 5.6. If you're looking at yards per attempt through the air, 8.1 to 6.4. Rushing, six yards per carry to 4.3. Completely stati- statistically outplayed the Cincinnati Bengals in almost mm-hmm. every aspect. But conservative play calling, and the fact that you kept giving up big plays and mistakes, it's going to allow a team like Cincinnati to stay within a number like this. So what do you do with what do you do you with Green Bay here in this matchup against Chicago? Well, I never looked to bet Chicago in a matchup against Aaron Rodgers. I think his yep. record, i got to double-check it. I think Rodgers is something like 20-5 and five against the Bears. Uh, I, I could double-check that real quick. But I know that uh, Mason Crosby had a really bad day. Packers <laughs> kicker had a really bad day. And for... Matt LaFleur to play for the field goal in that situation is ridiculous. When your kicker is having a bad day, you punch it in. You got Aaron Rodgers. What are you afraid of? Punch the ball in the end zone, put the game uh, on ice, and go home. And you don't play for a field goal. Obviously, your kicker's got the yips uh, like some golfers do with with putts at that point. And Crosby eventually hit the game winner, but it was uh, a bad day for him. I think the the Packers, again, the quarterback, same thing. Quarterback makes up for a lot of the team's flaws, and that was the case today. Uh, last week, we were on this opening line show and um, talking about the Packers opening as three or three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals. That's why a lot of sharp bettors grab that hook. If it's on seven or seven-and-a-half, if you grab three-and-a-half with the Bengals, you had a really good bet today. Uh, but that was a good number because mm-hmm. you're going to get strong two-way action, a Packers minus three. Uh, Bengals plus three, and I thought the uh, I thought the um, the difference today was just the uh, Aaron Rodgers was a little bit better than uh, Joe Burrow because both teams' kickers were uh, were a clown show. The, the kicking game was a clown show today, and they, so were the coaches. Yeah. Let's face, a I lot of weird coaching decisions. The, today. The, there were some really poor coaching decisions in that game. As far as Packers Bears, I still got to go Packers here because you're talking about Aaron Rodgers against. Justin Fields, and I don't care. I know Fields made a few plays today against the Raiders, uh, but that Raiders defense is really, really stinks right now. And um, uh, you got you got a couple injuries, a couple guys banged up. 
I cannot, I, I can never make a case for the Bears uh, when Aaron Rodgers is healthy, and I'm not going to make a case here with the rookie quarterback against Aaron Rodgers. All right, so a couple of things first off, but really quickly, if you were watching, you saw the number there for those who are listening. Um, Green Bay, look ahead, four and a half with a total of 46. Reposted today at four with a total of 46. So total stays the same, half point adjustment there in favor of Chicago. And to add to your point, what you're talking about, Aaron Rodgers, according to StatMuse, 20 and five against the Chicago Bears. How about this? 55 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, mm-hmm. 240 and a half yards per game and a passer rating of 107.2. <laughs> yeah. So he is, he is fared very well. I recalled writing about that uh, at some point. Yeah, 20 and five. 55-10 ratio. And those are some good Bears defenses in the past that he faced, too. Yeah, at Circa, the Westgate Superbook, most spots are up four, so if you're you know talking about this uh, opening line, you can lay four with the Packers, and I think that's a, that's a fair price, because what you've seen out of Justin Fields to this point, mm-hmm. you would have a hard time getting on the Bears in this matchup, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think there's a question about the Green Bay defense oh, overall, especially no with the injury that. to Jair Alexander, yeah. right? Um, and what we saw today, Jamar Chase again, and Jamar Chase is absolutely brilliant as an offensive player, but what they were giving up in that regard. So maybe Fields gets uh, a couple of chunk plays, but regardless, I would agree with you the sentiment that uh, pretty uneven play from Justin Fields up to this point. All right, we only have a minute left, so I'll just set this up uh, in this fashion because as we look forward to next week, we got to talk about some injuries as well. Cowboys get a pretty big matchup against the New England Patriots coming up next week. How about Davis Mills? throwing three touchdowns today against a suddenly shockingly bad secondary for the New England Patriots, uh-huh. uh, but really got tighter down the stretch. The Cowboys with a massive win over the New York Giants. We'll talk about that in detail because all of a sudden the Giants are just searching for players because they lost four guys yeah. in terms of their starting uh, The Giants got all well, sorts of injury problems right now. Yep, it's a nightmare. All right, so on the other side, let's talk to Vinny Maiulo. Let's see how the book did, of course, uh, over the weekend, what this day was like and uh, what they're waiting for here on this Sunday night matchup. Coming back here with Vinny Maiulo on the opening line. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, don't make the same mistake I did. Be sure to visit vsin.com. Check the current betting splits data. New feature gives you insights to where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Vinny Maiulo is with us here on the opening lines. Uh, let's check in with vsin Vinny. And Vinny... So Sunday Night Football, we're actually only a couple minutes into the second half with a lightning delay in this game. What does the book need here? Because just licking the finger and testing the wind throughout the week seemed like the Bills were a pretty popular side. Yeah, they were a popular side, JVT. Here's what the book doesn't need. Doesn't need Kansas City by three. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, this game, we opened the Chiefs two and a half, and uh, they laid, every time we went to two, and we, they laid two and a half, any time we went to three, they grabbed the, uh, the three with the Bills, so. As long as the game doesn't come three, uh, then uh, we'll be we'll be fine. It was kind of a mixed day, though, guys. I think when you're going to find out, you're going through the industry today. It's going to be a mixed bag. We survived the morning, but the the the, uh, the Packers game in the morning uh, coming exactly three in overtime was uh, was probably the worst result. Uh, but we did have some uh, some games that we did win. We didn't, uh, you know, the Buccaneers game was not good for the books. Uh, the Lions uh, covering was. Uh, and then in the afternoon, we needed a couple of dogs, and obviously we got them uh, with the Bears. Uh, uh, and uh, that was that was about it, though. It was, it was a tough day. It was a better day for the betters. Uh, and again, uh, it's going to come down to this game tonight. Vinny, I'm curious, you know, and you kind of alluded to it there. Uh, what's the week like for you and Chris and Jimmy? Because you're the shop, right? That doesn't alter your juice. And throughout the week on this Sunday night game, it was two and a half or three with altered juice at almost every single shop. So were you just going yeah. as the bets were coming in and going back between that two and a half and three all week? Yeah, I mean, especially on the weekend, JVT, where the majority of the money, you know, was is coming in, right? You know, you can go, so you, you know, you post your number in, in in case of South Point, posting the numbers on Monday, uh, Monday morning, uh, late in the morning uh, or mid morning, I should say, late uh, for the college games. Uh, you know, they they laid the two and a half and went it went to three, but the majority of the money came in uh, yesterday and today was just an absolute massive right. I mean, and uh, once once those early games started, uh, you know, the stores were coming in. Uh, anytime we went to to three, uh, they uh, they grabbed it. Like I said, so uh, you know, wound up being some pretty decent two way action as long as it doesn't come three. But that's the risk you run when you don't uh, move the juice uh, on three. And uh, again, it's just a matter of philosophy. 
And, of course, South Point doesn't do that. At VSIN Vinny on Twitter, Vinny Mayulo, the VSIN odds maker and the Gone Gaming Sportsbook director. Okay, you talked about the uh, the way tonight's game was bet. Uh, we have Dan Miller, our producer of the show, the opening line show, Vinny, who played an eight-team teaser, an eight-team teaser at the South Point. He bet $20 on this said teaser, and he's about to cash it. Is uh, Michael Gone going to be sweating that result? <laughs> Well, we're going to congratulate you, man, as we do with everybody. And if you got an eight-team teaser, I don't care how much you bet, 20 or add a couple of zeros to it. God bless you. And uh, we, know that you're going to be, we, know, we know that you're going to be back and spend more time with us. So I think Michael's uh, going to be just fine, Matt, and uh, reassure everybody. The lights will be on, the, the slots will be open, the book will be open, and the table games will be uh, ready for us. I do All like right. the, the visual of Michael Gunn walking in and just being, what the F is this? And then pointing to the results sheet. Just being, yeah. We've got an 18 teaser. You know, it's funny, <laughs> it's funny you say that, JVT. You know, Michael checks uh, checks in with the book. He was on the phone with Chris today, and he was uh, getting the updates. He was going, okay, uh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, good. He was pretty, uh, he was pretty mellow about it. He, but that's, you know, when you're doing this for uh, for as long as Michael Gunn's been doing, uh, which is, you know, Jimmy, Chris, and I have been doing it, uh, for well over forty years, Michael's been doing it for well over fifty years. He grew up in this. You get you, you get used to it. You just uh, you kind of take it in stride. Our young producer is uh, going to think, man, this NFL handicapping <laughs> stuff is easy. Oh. Yeah, this is easy money. <laughs> yeah, there's no sweat. All right, let's look ahead, Vinny, to we'll next. Give him week. his own window next week. <laughs> <laughs> let's look ahead to next week. Some of the key games. How about the unbeaten Cardinals at uh, Cleveland? And right now, seeing two and a half and three on this game, Vinny. What do you think the right number is? on Cardinals-Browns. Yeah, Matt, I think uh, this is a spot for the Brownies here. Yeah. I think uh, I think some places might open it, too. Uh, i got to be honest with you here. I, I think I'd start at three personally on this game and uh, and let the money decide from there. But I, I think it's a great spot for the Browns at home. Uh, tough game today. Tough. <laughs> I don't know how they lost that game today when you look at it. Uh, but uh, the Cardinals, uh, they, were, they were in another dog fight today, and uh, mm. they found a way to win. But this is a game where I think you got to kind of get respect for the Browns. To me, personally, uh, I'd use three and uh, let the betting public decide. And again, if you hang it three tomorrow, there's no detriment because you've got plenty of time to book it. Yeah, I'm with you there. JVT and I talked about this game, and it looks like a good matchup. I think a favorable matchup for the Browns and a pretty good spot. And I think this is where the Cardinals take their first loss this season at Cleveland. What do you make of the New York Giants at this point, Vinny? Uh, Daniel Jones goes down today with a concussion. Kenny Galladay's out. Saquon Barkley limps off with an ankle injury. Shepard and Slayton didn't play again. Top wide receivers. Uh, Who do the Giants have left? They're 10.5-point home dogs to the Rams in Week 6. Well, you guys might suit up next week uh, with the big NYG on your helmet, so i got to be honest with you, fellas. I mean, the Giants, when you look at it, I think by the end of the game, I think I want to say – uh, at least, I think they have maybe two uh, starters left offensively from uh, from game one of the season here. You're going to see double digits with the Rams, Matt. I mean, 10, uh, probably started 10. You may even see an 11 here. It's going to be a difficult task uh, for for the Giants. But again, the, the, the Jones injury is, is the key, right? Your quarterback who's involved with every offensive play. But, you know, and the Rams, uh, here's the other part about this game, too, where I think you got to really uh, let the Rams uh, in, start with double digits and let the betters decide. Rams are going to have an ex, uh, you know some extra time, right? You got an extra half a week to prepare for this game because yeah. they played the uh, the other night. So uh, there's no question we're going to need the Giants next week because the Rams are going to be in every teaser, especially. JVT. Get the young producer. This is already his first team for his uh, teaser next week. JVT, I was going to say, what's the uh, the preseason line on this Rams Giants game? Nowhere near ten and a half. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, to go through the names really quickly for those who did not follow all of them: Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay, Darius Williams. Uh, even Kadarius Tony got disqualified after punching somebody in the in the helmet. So it was not a good day. On uh, top the, of uh, Shepard and uh, Slayton not being there. Yep. In that yep. game today, so and the Giants also lost Martinez from middle linebacker the previous week, so it's been a it's been a train wreck for the Giants in the first month. JVT, do you want to update the uh, betters on what's happening here on Sunday Night Football because it's bad news for the Kansas City Chiefs. It is. It's a thirty-one to thirteen deficit for the Kansas City Chiefs after a pass from Patrick Mahomes uh, hits the hand of his receiver, pops out, intercepted, and returned for a touchdown by the Buffalo Bills. So. A good bounce for the Buffalo Bills. Bad one for the Chiefs and Chiefs backers as they are now in quite the hole. 18-point deficit with 7-12 left to go for the Kansas City Chiefs, Matt Humans. 
Yeah, that was a poorly thrown ball by Mahomes. First of all, he was going to be short of the first down on third and five, and he he fired a bullet when he needed to put a little bit of touch on the pass, and I, I think he targeted the wrong right wide receiver. So we've talked about this. The Bills' defense done a great job of making Mahomes look, uh, I think, indecisive and uncomfortable in the pocket tonight. And uh, we've seen Vinny watching this game, the same problem pop up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Their defense is terrible, and Mahomes has not been as sharp as he was the past couple of years. No, Matt, it's a good point. I mean, the defense is uh, certainly something to be concerned about, but teams have also figured Patrick Mahomes out, right, yeah. and uh, the schemes and things like that. So, again, film is a tr- – we talk about the point spread being the great equalizer when it comes to betting, but film is also a terrific uh, equalizer when it comes to preparing – and, th- you know, teams are, are preparing better and much better prepared for Patrick Mahomes these days. So putting a lot more pressure on him, some spying on him as well. So they've adjusted, and you got to give them credit. And this Bills team, listen, here's the thing about the Bills. Even when their defense may not be as, as sharp as it, uh, as it needs to be or could be, uh, they, you know the Bills are going to be able to score points. So here you have a team where the Chiefs have always been able to score points. Now they're going up against a team that can also score points. So who's got the better defense right now? It's obviously the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, by the way, that was Micah Hyde on the interception, so Iowa gets another interception. <laughs> <laughs> another tipped, tipped ball and uh, turnover in favor of the Hawkeyes. Uh, the number two ranked Hawkeyes, by yeah, the way. Who believes that ranking? <laughs> Not me. Anyway, we'll talk college football later in the show. Uh, Vinny, one more to talk about. Right, have we reached the point now where the Patriots are a little bit um, uh, undervalued as home dogs, or maybe the, the Cowboys are overvalued? Is the market getting a little bit high on the Cowboys here, making them three-and-a-half-point favorites? Most circa right now in the, the Westgate Superbook, both at three-and-a-half on this. I'm not sure uh, where you're going to open this at the South Point. Is three or three-and-a-half. Cowboys at Patriots in week six. Yeah, Matt, you know, there's always that aspect, right? When the Patriots are home and they're home dogs, so it's always a grab. Um, I, you know, again, I think you know Chris is going to look at this tomorrow as well and say, all right, what, what's the market doing? I think you lean towards three personally. But here's the thing about the Cowboys. We know they can score points. I mean, I, frankly, to me, the Patriots escaped today. I give them credit for coming back the way they did <laughs> no against doubt. the Texans. Yeah. But they, they did absolutely escape that game. Again, give them credit for, for doing what they did and, and the way they did it. Uh, but the thing about the Cowboys is this. Dan Quinn, maybe you can question his ability as a head coach, and that's why he's not a head coach right now. But he's got the defense playing a lot better. I think you know, the Giants were beat up today and everything, but Look, they could have won that first game. They, they, you know, the Cowboys could be undefeated right now, and they can score points. So uh, it wouldn't shock me if we used three and a half, but uh, it's going to be a good two-way betting game, I think, uh, when we get to next Sunday. Follow him on Twitter at Vincent Vinny. Vinny, we're up against it. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Good job, guys. See you. Yep, you got it. Vinny Vaiula. All right, we'll come back. Update the score here. How much is update? we got a lot left to do. It's the opening lines. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. NHL season is here pretty much Tuesday. Puck drops, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. VSN Hockey Betting Guide now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season-long trends to watch. Guide is a must-have. Key insights data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge of the season. Get your digital copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Also, of course, vcin.com slash subscribe. Tomorrow, big day. The NBA betting guide is out, too. So you can get that as well as part of your vcin subscription. We're just a little over a week away from exciting the NBA times, season. man. Exciting times. NBA guides out, and uh, about a month. Uh, college basketball guide is oh. going to be out, so that's next. I've already started reading. I'm like 30 pages in to my my blue right. ribbon book. Right. Yep, I'm in. I think Gonzaga is going to be pretty good this year. It's just it's just my initial read. Um, all right, exciting times. Exciting times in Oklahoma as well. A new quarterback. Mm. You would assume is going oh. to take the reins going forward here. Caleb but, Williams for Heisman <laughs> Trophy. At, yeah. Right? Oh, boy. Oklahoma and Texas. What a game. 55 to 48, the final score. Um, a beat of all time for the Texas Longhorns backers who had plus three and a half in that contest. Here's one right here. I had it. Three and a half. Okay. That's <laughs> it. As the Sooners. I was at not the end a pleasant person to be around Saturday afternoon after that game uh, Get finished. A yeah. 33 <clears throat> yard touchdown with three seconds left to go to cover that game in a tie. Uh, but so like, there's a lot coming from this college football weekend. There's a lot of chaos, right? Uh, but I think to me, what's so intriguing, because this is a more big picture thing too, and we're going to see Oklahoma play this next week. What does Oklahoma with Caleb Williams pulling the trigger look like as opposed to Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler? Because that was a completely different offense. Wow. Took care of the football. was a little bit more explosive. It looked a little similar to the offense of old. I think... Uh... One reason I lost my bet on Texas plus three and a half was that Lincoln Riley finally woke up and did the right thing, and he yes. benched Spencer Rattler, and he put Caleb Williams on a quarterback. And going back to spring, I think Paul Stone and some other people I had talked to said uh, Spencer Rattler might not be the best quarterback. What, the favorite to be the first overall pick in the NFL draft? He was a Heisman Trophy favorite, the favorite <laughs> to be the number one pick in the draft. And a lot of people said, hey, Oklahoma's actually got a better quarterback on their team than Spencer Rattler, and it's Caleb Williams, and he showed that against Texas. Uh, you know, so you, you can cry about losing the Texas bet. I didn't cry about it. I did uh, complain about it <laughs> yesterday. But um, that that was a huge decision by Lincoln Riley that I think is going to change the way a lot of people look at this Oklahoma football team because the Sooners have been skating by. with uh, They had four tight wins in, um, early in the season where they were 0-4 against the spread in those games, beginning with the, the Tulane game at home where the Sooners were lucky to escape that one. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they should have lost to Texas. They're down 41-20 in the second half yesterday, but he made you make the quarterback switch, he makes some big plays, and uh, the, the Texas defense was a freaking disaster. That's the only way you could put it. The, the Texas defense looks worse, looked worse yesterday than the Chiefs defense looks tonight. And uh, when you look forward for these two teams, I think you have to look at the Sooners differently now because one reason I was fading Oklahoma in that game, in the Red River game, was because I think Spencer Rattler stinks. Yep. And... Uh, and I thought Texas was going to take advantage of that. With Texas, with Casey Thompson and B. John Robinson, that is an explosive offense. You talk about Thompson, Robinson. I love that combination for the Longhorns. Unfortunately, uh, the quarterback change was uh, the key for the Sooners. So I think when you look forward, you have to say, all right, this is a better Oklahoma team now. Uh, I'm not going to look to fade him like I was with Spencer Rattler, a quarterback. 
and uh, it's yeah, you have to look at a different. The perception's differently, but the truth is different too. It's a better Oklahoma team with a new quarterback. And, and here's the thing, and, and this isn't all on the like the the, the feet of uh, Rattler, right? Because no. he had his flaws. The the big change too was not only the quarterback switch, humans. It was three out of the first four drives in the second half for Texas ended in three and outs. Right, like that's that's the other part about yeah. this is that Oklahoma, from a defensive standpoint, all of a sudden woke up and started playing defense, which has been an issue for them over the last few seasons, mm-hmm. and specifically this year too. On top of a quarterback that was giving the ball away yeah. and not completing passes, I also so think of the flow of a football game. You're right. Yep. Sometimes the uh, offense just loses its edge a little bit. Oh, the momentum! <laughs> oh, oh, wow, Patrick Mahomes just threw a uh, pass that was tipped and picked off but at the defensive line rusher, by Gregory yeah. Rousseau. And that was at the 10-yard line. The Chiefs are going in trying to make this a 31-20 game. Actually could have made it a game. Yeah, and that's going to end it for tonight. Go home, folks. Turn the TV off. Get some sleep. It's all over. (laughs) 31-13. Turn the lights out. The party's over. The Chiefs are uh, finished in this one. Down 18, late third quarter. And that's uh, that's back-to-back picks by Patrick Mahomes. He throws it right to Gregory Rousseau. And... uh, that's going to end it, I think, for the Chiefs tonight because their defense can't get enough stops for the Chiefs' offense to overcome an 18-point deficit. So 31-13. Now the question is, if you bet this over the total, that that's a big play right there because yeah. you're about to get to 51 points. You're talking about a total of 57. Uh, you're about to get to 51, and you're feeling pretty good about it. And now what, what do the Bills want to do now? They probably right. want to run the ball, run the clock, and get the heck out of town. Yep. Well, anyway. That's a pretty fascinating aspect, too. Yeah. Given the dynamic and how this game was bet, right? Like, Bills over, like, that was a pretty popular selection on both sides. Uh, with a total win, potentially, maybe something coming back for the books. Because we always want to see the books have success. Let's get back but, to the topic yeah, real quick. I think you got to be careful betting against uh, betting on Oklahoma or Texas the week after that rivalry yeah. game because there was so much emotion in that game. You wonder if these teams are going to be flat and they're both favored. This week, Texas, four-and-a-half or five-point favorite at home over Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma, a 12-point home favorite over TCU. Uh, like I said, I, I would be careful weighing those points. There's going to be a lot of hype about Caleb Williams and the Sooners coming off that uh, win this week. I, I think um, this is not a very good situation to bet either of these favorites off that rivalry game. Yeah, and like we mentioned, by the way, so it's a, it's a wild week, and we should know, too, that uh, Oklahoma, 12-point favorite at the Open over at Circa over TCU in this game. Total uh, around 67 or 67 and a half, depending on, again, uh, where you're looking. But right now, 67 and a half or 67 is the prevailing total for this game. So with that, that that's not even the headliner of the weekend, right? I think the headliner of the weekend uh, is probably the fact that Alabama goes on the road to take on Texas A&M and loses 41 to 38 mm-hmm. in a game in which the Crimson Tide consistently shot themselves in the foot, whether it was fumbles. Right, They give up a fumble on a four-play, 20-yard drive that ultimately leads to a touchdown drive for Texas A&M. The ensuing drive after that, they go six plays, 74 yards, turn the ball over in the red zone on an interception. You give up a kickoff return for a touchdown as well. It was an absolute nightmare for Alabama in terms of the mistakes that they were making. And shockingly, poor defensive back play down the stretch, too, where we're giving up big plays against Texas A&M. So that's a 41-38 win yeah. for Texas A&M. What is the bounce back like potentially for Alabama, it's going to be a bad week to be playing Alabama against Mississippi State. Alabama opens up 17 on the circuit openers with a total of 55, 17 and a half or 17 still out there with a total of 59 now. But you would expect a massive bounce back. Tough though for the Crimson Tide that it's consecutive road games for them. Chiefs defense gets third straight stop. By the way, I think the Bills have just kind of lost their momentum offensively, right? Yeah. Kind of like Texas did a little uh, bit against Oklahoma. A wise man once said, "There's nothing worse than hope." <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you I get mean, a touchdown, and this is a big ask. You get a quick touchdown, you never know what could happen. Well, I called the game over. I was trying to work the reverse jinx for you. So okay. uh, let's see if that works. But uh, what were we talking about here? Alabama. Alabama. Bad week to play I think Alabama. The, huh? I think what you have to look at, and by the way, I thought I saw a, a number out there in this Bama game of 15 somewhere today. And really? I thought, yeah, 15 or 15 and a half was the first number I saw out there on this game today, and it's obviously, you said, a little bit higher now, up around 17. I think Alabama first half and Bama for the game is the way you have to look. And uh, you're going to think, you think Nick Saban's going to ride these guys hard in practice this week? Hell yeah, he is. Especially the way that they lost. Like I said, that that was mistakes. That was self-induced issues. Breakdowns on defense. It was embarrassing what happened to Alabama defense. I think you're going to see a much different tied team. 
Uh, I would, I think Alabama, we could jump back on that Alabama first half train because I think you're going to see a very determined team take the field for Nick Saban this week. That's, that's a square opinion, so to speak, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with that because the squares cash a lot in Alabama games. Didn't happen <laughs> yesterday, but I think, uh, I think you're going to see a big bounce back. Hey, Bama's not out of the playoff. I see a lot of people <laughs> saying that Bama's out. Now, I still think there's a really Stop. good chance you're going to see Alabama and Georgia in the right. playoff. And that's why Nick Saban's going to tell his team, hey, we got just got to beat the crap out of people the rest of the way. Hey, a two-loss Bama team, even if, if Ty loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game, how do you still keep – all right, we're on the opening line show. If you're making a number on Alabama-Cincinnati, who's favored? Right. If you're making a number on Alabama-Iowa, who's favored? Who's favored? How about Alabama-Ohio State? Well, and here's the thing. Yeah, who's favored? Alabama's, how much are they favored by? Right. That's the other thing. Alabama uh, favored by a significant number. <laughs> and Alabama is a favorite over every team in the country. Except maybe Georgia. Except maybe Georgia. Yep. And that's it. And that's why uh, I think you're going to see the Tide play well down the stretch after that hiccup in uh, College Station. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, too, I think the other uh, results coming from this, it's very early, so I don't want to say anything absolute. But Matt Corral's got a pretty big lead for this Heisman Trophy. After what Bryce Young did in this game and what he did in that game against uh, Arkansas, which was arguably the best game of the year. <laughs> uh, you know what? At the same time, I think you, you can't forget how bad Mac Corral looked in the first three quarters against Alabama. That's very true. So very true. I, I, I don't know. If... I just say he's got a large lead. I'm not going to say absolutely it's his, but odds on favor. I'm going to say it's, it's the worst Heisman Trophy race I can remember yep. in my lifetime. A.J. Yeah. Jefferson back in it. All right. The second hour on the way. <laughs> we got to touch on baseball, yeah. too. we got a lot to get to, man. It's the opening line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 